welcome back to the Prisoner's Banner Podcast. This is Patrick Baird, joined by my friends Connor Moore and Dailing Machado. Psych! This is the wives takeover of the Prisoner's Banter Podcast. I am Sierra Baird. I am Madison Moore. And I'm Kinsey Machado. Woo! This is special episode number 10. Um, so we're going to start with just telling a little bit about ourselves. Uh, Madison, why don't you start? Okay. Um, like I said, I'm Madison. I am 22. And I, what do I do? I graduated from Winthrop in May, um, and now I'm currently an intern for York County, um, and I work in stormwater and planning. Sweet. Um, I'm Kinsey Machado. Um, I am still in school. I'll graduate this December with a degree in educational studies with a concentration in special education. Um, at the moment, I work at Taco Bellino. Come see me. I'm there all the time. Um, I am also 22, and a surprise fun fact today is seven months of marriage of me and Daily. <laughs> Should I do a fun fact? Hmm. What's a fun fact? Um, never mind, I can't think of one. <laughs> 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 I really don't know. Um, I'm Sierra, I am also 22, I'll be 23 in two and a half weeks. Um, <laughs> I just got my master's in teaching in May, so this is my first year of teaching. I'm at Lancaster High School. Um, I teach ninth and 11th graders social studies, so fun stuff. Um, so we're just going to talk a little bit about our friendships, kind of how we all got here, how we all know each other. <laughs> um, okay. So Madison and I are from Somerville, mm-hmm. um, along with Connor and Patrick and Dayling. But Kenzie is from Sumter, so <laughs> Bumpter. So how did our friend group come together to this point? I feel like maybe we should start in high school because that's honestly I feel like where it started, um, and then it blossomed as it came to Winthrop. You lead that because I was only friends with Patrick <laughs> in high school. <laughs> Okay, um, so I actually didn't know Sierra in high school at all. We knew of each other. We knew of each other, but I don't think I've ever had a conversation with you until college, which is crazy. We went to a very large high school, like 3,500 to 4,000 kids, so there are literally hundreds of people you don't know. So anyways, uh, I happen to know Patrick, though, um, because we randomly had a lot of classes together, um, which we did not try to do. It just happened. So... I knew Patrick going to college and a few other random people uh, from our high school, but that's the only person I knew. Um, so yeah, the then I guess it transitions to first night month throat, which Kinsey, I'm gonna pass the baton to you for that one. Yeah, so um, me, Patrick, and Dayling were all in our ACAD class together, which is like a university 101 class so first night Winthrop you get together with your ACAD class as freshmen um, so that's where I came into the picture um, being from Bumpter I met everybody <laughs> at Winthrop uh, so yeah I was with them they invited me to like walk around the place with them um, really Dayling invited me he was just trying to flirt with me <laughs> 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 and, <Come> um, <laughs> 
And yeah, so Madison was getting like Kona ice or something like that, or like yes, I was. like a, a water. I don't I don't even know what she was getting, but they were like, "This is Madison," and Madison was like, "Bad ah, Madison." <laughs> <laughs> is that what I said? <laughs> and I was like. No, but she took the last cone of ice, and I was really upset about it. And <laughs> Sorry, honey. You lose. <laughs> but, yeah, so Madison was the first of the gals that I met, um, and then the rest is really history. I was invited to church and everything and met everybody else that way, so. Yeah, so Kaylee and I, um, it was our sophomore year when everyone got there for their freshman year, so um, Patrick and I were long distance that year. Um, so that first week, I was like, just so pumped for him to finally be there. And then um, all of a sudden, we just like had this friend group. We were like looking for a church. We found one to go try. Um, Patrick invited Madison. And <laughs> we were just talking about this before we started. And I was telling her about that story. And Patrick was like, hey, I invited um, Madison Harrison from high school. And I was like, what? <laughs> Madison? She's here? Like, I was We did not so like each other, really. I was so thrown off guard. I was just so confused. But yeah, I mean, I when we were together, I don't, I wasn't like, why is she here? I was like, hey, this is fun. We have like a whole friend group all of a sudden. Um, Kenzie, I do not remember meeting at all. She just like became part of my life. I don't know. (laughs) I was there one day. Yeah. We all went to church together. Apparently, Kenzie wasn't there that first week, even though I don't believe that. I wasn't. Um, But then we went to IKEA afterwards. yeah, and then we just, like, never stopped hanging out. <laughs> and then Facts. all us girls lived together the next year. So, yeah. 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 Sad. It was literally the most fun six or so months ever. And then COVID happened, and we all got kicked out Couldn't of our dorms. It was sad. Yeah. I was stranded alone in Bumpter. Yeah. Sad. Yeah, the summers were always sad. Yeah? Yeah. Because <laughs> was so far away from us, and we were all together. Yeah. Well. But when you did come, we had so much fun. I know, yeah. We went to so the beach fun. and all we, of the fun things. We went to that pool a lot in your, the old, like, neighborhood you lived in. Yeah. Sarah, so mm-hmm. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> the house that my parents lived in for six months. <laughs> my parents move, like, every three months, it feels like. They're always summer. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Fast forward to our friendships now. It's been now, I guess, four years of all of us being friends. Um, None of us live together anymore. None of the girls and guys, at least. Um, (laughs) Super sad, I know. I miss it. Um, Because we all got married. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so... I guess we, we miss it, but, like, it's also nice to, like, be able to not have the girl everything you know we're still together like every single day yeah yeah (laughs) i will say it's almost felt like we've grown up together which is such a joy Mm -hmm. to be able to do that um because whenever we met each other we were i mean patrick was 17 17, when he came to college which is crazy yeah he has that weird august birthday (laughs) where he's very young um so we were 18 like just graduated high school, fresh into the world, leaving our parents, and now um, a lot of us are working nine to five jobs with degrees and, um, you know, married, um, have dogs, we have houses. (laughs) So 
Shout I'm excited. Out Roscoe. <laughs> Shout out Roscoe, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's um part that I forgot. I knew Dayling in high school. Um, oh, him and Patrick were like, I guess kind of friends, kind of not, but their senior year, my freshman year of college, we hung out a few times. So I have like really gotten to see Dayling grow up a lot too, which uh-huh. has been really cool. He's like all of a sudden a mm-hmm. man with a wife. <laughs> place of his own it's really cool right. he feels like my little brother so it's yeah like, <laughs> like, sweet it's so fun even seeing each other's faith like as we've been sanctified through the years and our friend the lord has grown our friendships but he's also grown in our sanctification as well like even yeah. kinsey like she got saved and yeah. we were all able to rally around her and be present for her and um which was such a joy to be a part of that so yeah yeah Let's see. W. W. <laughs> we are going to get into our testimonies later, so you will hear more about Kizzy. But um, we do have a very sweet friendship, but it's also very chaotic um, <laughs> and a little crazy. And so over the years, uh, Madison started this note, like iPhone note thing, that we're all part of. And we have just added some of the crazy things that have been said over the years um, or done. So we thought it would be funny to read y'all just a couple of these chaotic notes <laughs> from the past four years. So we're all just gonna go around and share a few of our favorites. They are so chaotic. My <laughs> favorite recent one is Kinsey saying Sierra and Pat will be like, oh gee, we're so broke. And then they're like in Minnesota. <laughs> which are. is so true because all of our money goes to <laughs> traveling somewhere. <laughs> I think my favorite is Dayling, like maybe a year ago, was talking about this blanket that he still has, by the way, even now in marriage, that he has had for a long time, and he referred to it and said, this is my blankie. I've had it since age zero, and that is so funny. <laughs> Another one of my favorites is Connor recently said, uh, it wouldn't be Kaylee without bad driving and 90s R&B. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, another one of my favorite ones is, <laughs> Taylor was on the phone with his mom, and I don't even know what they were talking about, but um, he just into the conversation with her and he was like um i be stressing but ranch my dress <laughs> bye mama <laughs> bye mama that is so funny last july sierra said is md minnesota and i said no minnesota doesn't have a d in it y'all i teach geography <laughs> she really said minnesota <laughs> another one of my favorites is um our friend Gerald Wheaton, he said to Champ, Champ is Sierra's dog, and he's a Pomeranian. He's ancient and disgusting. We all hate him, but there's nothing we can do because he is in Sierra's possession. Even Sierra hates him anyways. We and they don't him. they don't groom him because he just is really gross. So anyways, point of the story is he gets dingleberries really bad. So Gerald goes, Champ, it looks like ornaments back there, buddy. <laughs> Referring to his dingleberries. And I just love that. It's so funny. Let me be clear. I take care of him. <laughs> I love him. He's just not my favorite. We all love him. He's I love just, we, He should have his own segment. Because 
Wow. <laughs> Another one that's funny is Kinsey said to Dayling, why is there a toenail on your shoulder? <laughs> Was Why was there like, a toenail on his shoulder? I don't know. I don't even ask questions at this point. <laughs> that, I think that was it. the last question I asked like that to him. This one, this is very classic Sierra. It says, if I was in the woman's prison, I would be sleeping right now. <laughs> was that when we were passing by? I do not remember that at all, but probably because I was tired. I, I think that was on the way. That was around uh, Madison's birthday. And this past birthday, we went to Asheville. So we mm. left really early and we passed by the, the prison to go there. So. Yeah. It's on the way. It's out there in New York. Yeah. Um, let's do like, what, two more? Yeah. Connor said to me, you need a hug and a snack and a nap. <laughs> I need that often. All right. One more. Who's going to be? <laughs> this one. This is Sierra talking to a couple of our other friends, um, Cassie and Ethan. And Shut Sierra up. said, what is this? And Ethan said, it's Mexican seasoning. And Cassie says, yeah, Tahiti. <laughs> and Ethan said, that's an island. What? <laughs> Tahiti? Tahiti. They were talking about Tahiti. What? Oh. <laughs> like the red, I like, didn't like peppery stuff. Yeah. That is Tahiti. so funny. What Shout out Cassie. One of the funny parts about um, reading people these notes that like aren't part of the notes is we'll all be like literally crying <laughs> laughing reading these and the person will always just be like oh that's funny <laughs> so maybe y'all don't think it's funny at all but they kill me every time <laughs> it's an insight of the laughter and joy that this friendship is to us. yeah <laughs> highly recommend do it with your friends and your family yes it's almost like a journal yeah yeah it is we look at them often and, like, and we add to them often yeah we do like Sierra said, we cry every time we're reading them. <laughs> they are so funny. So um, something we thought would be interesting, since I feel like a lot of the listeners might not know our testimonies personally, I thought it'd be interesting to share them. Um, so I don't know who wants to go first. I can go first. Um, so I was raised in Sumter, South Carolina by my single father, so I did not grow up in a Christian home. Um, I went to church sometimes with my grandmother, um, but it wasn't a regular thing, you know. Um, Went through some stuff in high school, um, some relationships, I lost some family members that were really close to me, Um, and then because of that, I was living my life in a way that was like, not for myself, you know, like as like a non-believer would like live their lives for themselves. I was basically like living my life trying to like make up for the people who I had lost. And um, through that coming to college, I was like thinking I was going to completely change my lifestyle. I was going to be in Charlotte all the time, partying, you know, like um, I had broken up with my long-term boyfriend coming to college with the plans of not being a a woman in a relationship. But obviously, the Lord had other plans in mind whenever I walked onto Winthrop's campus. Like I said earlier, I met Dayling and Pat in my ACAD class, and Dayling and Pat were both believers coming to college. And so um, they shared the gospel with me. They, like, basically, like, took me under the friend group's like wing 
um, introduced me to everybody. We went to a church that um, I was, there was a lot that happened in that church. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it at that because it'll be long if I share everything that happened. But basically, I say that I was saved on a certain date, but as I've been like sanctified more and as I've like grown more in the Lord, I definitely realized that it wasn't just a specific date that I was saved in. Um, it was like hanging out with my friends, you know, seeing the gospel lived out through their lives and everything. Um, obviously, I still went through some trials in college that made me want to be more distant from the Lord, um, but being at Park Baptist definitely has been a blessing to me because being in such a strong and healthy body has made it to where like, I recognize how much I need the Lord, how much I need the body, how much I need like brothers and sisters in Christ rallied around me. So I definitely have been more grateful for that in my life as a newer believer than I feel others are are blessed with you know newer believers don't get blessed with very healthy churches so early in in their faith so I feel very blessed to have found Park Baptist so yeah that's me <clears throat> okay I'll go um I also was not raised in a Christian home um I'm originally from Somerville um yeah my two parents though they love me with their whole heart um they've always been the most encouraging and kind they also uh, they were not raised in christian homes either and so um i quickly just followed the world as a young person um and began getting into drinking and um and drugs at quite a young age um which was really unfortunate looking back uh and I eventually um, got in a minor drunk driving accident. Um, thankfully, no, no one was harmed um, really horribly. However, my um, soul was definitely shaken in that moment as a 15-year-old person getting in a drunk driving accident is um, quite startling. And so I remember thinking and proclaiming, I'm gonna change my life style. <laughs> um, and that definitely was not happening. I was still doing the same silly um, things with the same people, um, still living the same lifestyle. Um, it wasn't until someone actually on my volleyball team um, invited me to church and I remember immediately cringing and being like, no, I'm sorry, like I view church as rules and um, just being held back in like all capacities. Um, and I did not want to be held back by anything. I was ready to go, ready to live my life, live, live on the wild side. Um, however, she pestered me <laughs> and thank the Lord that she did. Um, and I eventually agreed and I went and um, it was one of the most inviting environments I'd ever been in. Um, everyone was so kind, people were walking up to me um, and I just kept going because I just felt so welcomed, so considered. And so fast forward a little bit, I kept going for like a year or so. And I, um, eventually got saved at a conference. Um, and it was really the first time the Lord had opened my eyes to my sin. And so I remember like crying for hours, actually, it was, maybe it was a little dramatic, but. I just was holding so much weight, I think, and to feel it 
being taken, I guess, um, on the cross is so, it's miraculous. And so whenever you feel that weight, it's awesome. So um, from there, I was in the church. Um, and yeah, so the Lord really changed my life. I didn't do anything. <laughs> um, so from there, yeah, I was just discipled. Uh, eventually found my way to, to Park. Um, which is probably the healthiest body um, of believers I've ever been a part of. And I'm so grateful for it every day. Um, I always leave church thinking like, I'm so glad I was there. Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful that I was at that service and that I didn't stay home um, and and, like fall into that fleshly desire to just like stay home and watch Netflix or something. And Mm -hmm. so anyhow, I could go on and on about Park, but (laughs) Sierra. Um, I feel like each time I tell my testimony, it's different. Like, I feel like in different yeah. seasons, different things stand out to me or, are, like, more yeah. important in that season. I don't know. So I was, like, trying to think of how to even start it. And I guess, like, I did grow up in a Christian home. Um, I grew up in Michigan, so we went to the same church for the first 12 years of my life. Um, it was a pretty good church. I mean, it was pretty healthy. Um, I was baptized when I was... I believe eight um and then we moved to south carolina and um we started going to a church the first week um we went there for i think six years um and that's where patrick and i met that first week we met each other um and the church was pretty charismatic um which was a little unfortunate to go from like a pretty healthy church to a charismatic church when I was so impressionable um because I like I ate that up like I loved the you know the sobbing during worship and the lights and you know the people speaking in tongues well not really that kind of always freaked me out but (laughs) (laughs) but you know we went on mission trips where my little 13 year old self was healing people whatever um so that was that was my life for, um, I guess, about six years. Um, I went to college for my freshman year, and that year um, it came out that the guy who had kind of discipled Patrick and I that whole time, um, our youth pastor, was being inappropriate, um, having affairs, and, you know, whatever. I don't like to go into it too much, but it was really hard for us. It kind of, like, shook us, and, um, you know, I never, like turned away from the church, but I definitely was like, how does this happen? I was kind of just angry with the church. Um, So my freshman year of college, I just wasn't really like pursuing the Lord very much. I was just kind of like good with where I was at. I wasn't really reading my Bible. Um, I was driving home every weekend (laughs) to see Patrick, and I went back to that church most weeks, um, even though I didn't want to be there. So it was just kind of like a weird year, like this kind of just like this in-between year of my life. Um, and then once Patrick came up for his freshman year and, you know, all of our friends got together and we went to that other church, that was pretty good for me for a little bit. Um, for a couple months, I would say it was good for me to be back into a decent church. Um, you know, like Kinsey said, it had its <laughs> problems and we ended up uh, leaving, but then we found Park and it just was like, I don't know, it was so different from anything I had experienced before. And honestly, the first week I was a little freaked out. It was 
like a little bit much for me, you know, the hymns and like all the lights being on and the long <laughs> service and like, the family of God, <laughs> which now I love. Uh, but yeah, like the long scripture readings, there was just so much I had never experienced before. I had never seen in a church, mm-hmm. um, but I knew I wanted to come back. So even though after the service, I kind of looked at everybody and was like, uh, maybe we should try somewhere else. Um, I knew we were going to go back there. I knew we would end up there in my heart. Um, and I guess, like, I don't remember, like, feeling like that after that week. Like, that second yeah. week, I was just, like, all in. Like, this yeah. is where I want to be. Um, Wit, John Whitaker, scooped us up really quick and took mm-hmm. us in. And um, he really discipled Patrick and I a lot, um, which was really what we needed in that moment. Um, I learned so much from him. So, yeah, Parker was just, like, such a blessing. And even though I feel like I've been walking with the Lord truth like truthfully my whole life I can't think of a time where like I really wasn't or like where I turned away um though my college years have definitely been where I grew the most and like yeah became an adult in my faith um so yeah that's where I'm at now yeah yeah I would agree with (laughs) (laughs) I would agree with the college thing for sure I think it was the first time we all like dug into theology for the first time and explored it together and we actually sorted through, hey, what do we believe? Yeah. You know? That is something I remember about, I think it was the boys' freshman year, Mm -hmm. um, is Patrick got like super into theology all of a sudden and was just like reading like crazy and studying and listening to sermons and stuff and Kenzie came over one night and... Patrick and Daly were just like telling her all this stuff and she was asking all these questions and I was just listening yeah. for like, it felt like hours. I was just listening to them and I just like, I don't know, I just was so thankful in that moment to have a friend group that was like talking about the Lord this way and was like challenging beliefs that I had had my mm-hmm. whole life. Um, yeah, so that was just a really cool memory. But yeah, yeah, we would I just think about that a lot too. Sit in the dorm until four a.m. It felt like, <laughs> and talk about random things. Our freshman year, it was Calvinism. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that, and I remember all of the girls being like, "That's ridiculous." <laughs> yeah, God would no. never. No, that's not true. <laughs> I'm literally like, I have been saved for a week. Like, yeah. what, the, what are you talking about? Kenzie's <laughs> like, who's John Calvin? I just yeah. heard Jesus. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm literally like, I I know who Jesus is now. I know I need to know who Calvin is too. <laughs> like, yeah, but also like, praise God. I wish yeah, I would have yeah. known John Calvin, who he was at all. I do feel. I got saved. Yeah, I do feel really blessed. that like I was in a community like that you know like so early on in my faith and even though we went to the church we were at before park like it still was so early on in my faith that like I have church hurt from that church but like Mm -hmm. I am very blessed to not have as much church hurt as people who have grown up in the church you know so that's something I feel very grateful for um Mm -hmm. so yeah Okay, so speaking of the church, um, we have been talking recently just kind of as a friend group about serving in the church and kind of how men and women serve differently and, you know, how we serve and all that. So um, 
just what are your thoughts on those topics? Um, let's see. I've had a pretty, personally a pretty um, all over the pla place like uh, road with serving because I've served in a lot of different things. Um, when I first uh, became saved, I didn't serve for a long time because I, the church I was at actually it was really really heavy on spiritual gifts. What, what are your spiritual gifts? And at that particular church, they also included you know maybe some uh, things like like prophecy, speaking in tongues, like missions, and, and those really, really, um, and they took those kind of out of proportion and mm -hmm. made them pretty charismatic, I think. And so I was kind of like placing these things on myself and not really even going to the Lord in prayer, like, Lord, what are, what are my spiritual gifts? How can you serve me in the church? That's not what I was doing. And so instead, I kind of went down this road of worship, really, like Sierra said, we went to that same church for a little bit together. And it was very charismatic. Um, and that was also something I was doing with some of my other friends um, and learning. And uh, so I quickly became involved in that um, in a very charismatic way where uh, I was serving with people who believed in tongues, believed in, in the interpretation of tongues and prophecy and the spontaneous worship and really kind of following some of these other churches. But anyways, so I served in worship um, and now I serve heavily in youth. Um, I do not particularly feel called to serving with younger children. It's just not my comfort. Um, and the Lord, since being at Park in particular, has really opened my heart to um, being present with high school or middle school gals who are my heart and joy, really. Um, I love to be with them, and I've really found a lot of joy in discipleship and just teaching in general. Um, so... That's kind of just where I am. I guess I didn't really answer the question. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, you did. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think, like many women, um, early on, I was put in children's ministry. So when I say early on, I mean the <laughs> church that we went to, I was saved. And basically three weeks later, I was teaching third graders basic Bible stories that I was just now learning myself since I didn't grow up in a Christian home. Which, by the way, I would like to add, we only had one service, and she taught that service. I did. So, which has been saved for three weeks is out of church. It's always yes. a problem. Yes. Yeah. So that was an issue. Um, obviously, I was missing a lot of church and everything, so um, since I've only been a member of two churches, um, whenever I came to Park, I was really encouraged that um, something that Park does is you are a member for six months before you start serving in anything like that. Um, so that was encouraging for me. Um, I did Gin Link last summer through Park and I actually taught third graders again um, just three years later now. So I definitely was more firm in my faith and knew the things that I was teaching these children. So I realized that I wasn't I don't think I was burned by the ministry of children's ministry. I think I was burned in like that particular church. Um, so yeah, so now I, I don't teach the third graders anymore, but I am serving in the nursery. So tiny little babies. Um, and I love doing that. I love getting to meet the people in that area. Um, and I also serve with Jude and Depali. Um, 
and I love doing that as well. So, yeah. Yeah, so um, similar, I also have always been in childcare. I've um, been involved in childcare in um, all four churches I have been a member at in my life. Um, and yes, I left my first church when I was 12, but I was already in <laughs> childcare for multiple years at that point. Um, and then I would serve all three services at the next church we went to in childcare. Um, and then the church that we all went to together, Patrick and I, and a few um, others of us, uh, served in the high school ministry. And now at Park, I honestly was kind of like trying to avoid it for a little <laughs> bit. Um, but I started serving in the nursery. Um, I had never been with babies before, and I actually loved it. Like, it's usually you and one other person in this room together with a bunch of babies. And so first you're getting to know, like, all the new babies in the church and their parents when they drop them off and bring them. But then also you're in a room with this person for over an hour, yeah. um, and you're the only adults in the room, so and you're usually the only ones who can talk, so <laughs> you uh, get to know people really quickly, um, so I actually really enjoyed that, and then um, our children's director asked Patrick and I to teach second and third grade, and we actually said no twice, <laughs> and Pastor Dave asked us himself, and we also said no, um, but then they asked us again, and we really prayed about it, and our schedules had cleared up, um, and so we agreed, and it's been such a blessing. I have loved to be with the second and third graders. They are such a sweet group, and I teach high schoolers, like, for my job, so I didn't think I would enjoy second and third graders, but I really do, and it's, I don't know if, like, anyone really expected it, but Patrick is the lead teacher in there. He kind of took over since I teach all day, every day. Um, <laughs> So he teaches and I just get to watch him teach and I get to sit with the kids and I really love it. Mm -hmm. So it's been a blessing for sure. And I really like how Park does serving. Yeah. Um, I never miss more than one Sunday a month. Um, so we teach our kids on Wednesday nights. So that makes me not dislike it because <laughs> <laughs> I like to be in church. <laughs> for sure. I guess what we were talking about too though when it does come to serving is we have noticed women, even like Kinsey's saying, she just got saved. Women are a lot of the times so present in children's ministry mm -hmm. um, and men aren't, mm -hmm. which is an interesting dynamic, but I think it also of course makes sense as we yeah. of course carry children yeah. um, as women and men do not. Of course we all know that, but I know I just we this is a conversation we've actually had for years mm -hmm. and it's been very interesting to see now as we are all in children's ministry uh, whether young or older now on the other side of like that confusion and frustration like how's that how's that been in y'all's hearts lately yeah this is something Patrick has like really started to care about lately which is interesting um, uh, I don't it wasn't last week, maybe the week before in Sunday school. Um, Grant, our pastor, said that they needed another person in the nursery that morning, and he wanted someone to volunteer right then, and he was kind of looking around the room, and I mean, it felt like five minutes went by. <laughs> it was probably like 30 seconds, but 
no one was volunteering. And I didn't because I knew I was going to be out of church the next Sunday to serve. And so I selfishly didn't want to be out two weeks. Um, if no one did it, I was going to do it. Okay? But I just didn't want to volunteer first. Um, but yeah, everyone just stared at each other for a long time. And then Patrick shocked me out of nowhere and offered to do it. And I was so surprised because it was like the joint service with remedy and I knew he was super excited for it um but when I talked to him about it he was like I know that there were a lot of men in that room who could have volunteered and didn't Mm -hmm. and I was like I guess yeah I mean I don't know if he was like expecting a man to and Patrick was like why not like you know Mm -hmm. women always miss church because they're in the nursery or they're serving in some way with children um so why could a man not yeah and I was like you know what like that's true (laughs) they're all background checked too and like there's another there was another woman in there so yeah it just like got me thinking and um it's been interesting to hear him care about that so much yeah yeah I think along the same lines, it was that same day and Pat doing that that really, I guess, brought it to my attention and made me think about the feelings that I have had for a while that I guess just haven't, like, stirred up, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's not something I sit and think about every day, of course, but um, I had a conversation with Daling about it, too, and he agreed and was also saddened that, like, it is, like... Of course, like, men and women can serve in the same areas, and of course, like, women have different gifts than men and and all of that, but at the same time, like, there is always a woman serving in that area, Um, so just helping out, like, helps out, and that's one one woman that can go to service that day, you know, Mm because it does sadden me that, like, women do miss, like, whenever the church is gathering more than the men do. Not that the men don't serve the church, they do, and, like, praise God for what they do, you know. Um, And I'm grateful for the ways that men serve the church. Um, But, yeah, it is something that has been, like, brought to my attention more and that I think about more. But And there are men that serve in those areas. Like, there are men at Park who are serving in children's ministry. And, um, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Um, (laughs) I remember for the longest time I had a lot of issues with this because I didn't feel called to children's children's ministry for years uh, until I got to park. Um, and so I was like, I was kind of um, confused because I was like, where else can I serve? Mm-hmm. Which to be in that predicament is sad. Like yeah. as a woman, there are so many other places to serve, but the churches I was at prior, it didn't feel that way. Yeah. It, it just felt like I had one option um and it's just it's a little frustrating it's upsetting and and this of course isn't me saying that it's not important to be with children and to be teaching them the things of the lord of course that's important we need those people that are that have those gifts but i guess just for the longest time i felt very uncomfortable like i don't have any really small siblings. I don't have any um, family members that have babies that I'm around all the time or or even younger children. And so in general, I just was not comfortable around them. So having that internal battle of, oh, I know I need to be serving the church, but it just seems like this is my only area that I can is Mm -hmm. very, um, it's very hard because then it's like, it almost feels like I'm disobeying God if I don't want to be there in that ministry. But now I know like there's so many other things that happen behind the scenes in the church where people 
need to be serving. Um, a lot of the times I think you just have to ask. Yeah. yeah. And in those seasons, I was not that comfortable asking, <laughs> um, partially because I just wasn't close with the pastor or um, I had just accepted that I had to be in children's ministry or whatever. But um, just I've talked to other women, like even outside of like these two other women I'm with that have faced the same thing and they're just not called to it, which yeah. is completely fine. Like, and even in my mind right now, I'm thinking of so many people in my head that are women that don't serve in the children's ministry, but they're so God glorifying yeah. with their service. Um, so yeah, I feel like Park has um, given me the best examples of women serving in other areas. Like yeah. there are women all over the church Sunday mornings doing yeah. all sorts of things and throughout the week. I know that there's people there every day of the week doing something, mm-hmm. serving in some way that ways I probably don't even know about. Yeah. <laughs> things yeah. I haven't even heard of yet. But there are just like so many things and I I just like that's just another reason that I love Park and I could just like yeah. her, but <laughs> everything yeah. is always like Park's great. Yeah. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Park is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Transition. Alright, so um, since this is the wives episode, and I don't think that the husbands have um, <laughs> shared these stories, but I thought it would be fun to share how we met our spouses, because there's some interesting stories between the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Kids, you want to start? I'll start. So, <laughs> uh, we met in ACAD. First night went through it, but I'll tell you the story rather than just the we met in ACAD. So um, we were in Kynard. If any of you have ever been at Winthrop and in Kynard, Kynard is a stale building. It is <laughs> Amen. hot. It's stank in there. It's stank. It's <laughs> hot. It's, it's a lot of things. It's Kynard. Um, so we were in a Kynard room. I already was judging Winthrop because of the, the room, and <laughs> in come these two men who were as loud as can be. Boys. And <laughs> boys. Boys. <laughs> At that point, boys. They are as loud as can be, immediately the class clowns, like, just, like, riling each other up. Gosh. Pat is, like, saying things to Dayling, and Dayling's getting his head boosted, and then vice versa, like, all of this. Well... Obviously, I look at Dayling and I'm like, that's a cute boy over there. (laughs) 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 And um, from what I gather, Dayling looked at me and was like, that's a cute girl over there. And so we played this game and we're like throwing, (laughs) we're throwing yarn and like saying these like things about ourselves. And um, this this is low key racist, what I like said and what I thought, but I was like, he's a Hispanic man and I play soccer so he's gonna enjoy that I play soccer so that was my I was like yeah I play soccer and then Daylinks was yeah I play the guitar and then that didn't impress me but I was like whatever (laughs) and then we were walking to the gym the West Center and Daylink came up and was like so you play soccer and I was like yeah he was like what's your favorite team and I was like um Manchester United. I did not know a single thing about Manchester United. I lied to him. I just knew I knew that it was a team and I knew that he was asking me a question and I wanted to impress him and he was like, Oh, who's your favorite player? Oh, and no. I was like, uh I don't really know. And he was like, Oh, so you're not really a Manchester United fan. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, you got me. And 
yeah, so we had ACAD together. Basically, every day after that, I saw Daylink. We would go to these, like, Winthrop events together, and there was one night we were, like, riding those yellow bikes that charge you $50 if you park them anywhere but the stand. Um, that happened to me, by the way, so don't yeah. do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah. We rode the bikes to Walmart oh, together, yeah. and we got yeah. charged $50. Yeah, yeah that's, that was tough. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we were riding bikes, and then we stopped at the um, Winthrop Eagle statue, and um, it was just, like, a really sweet night, and that was the night that I knew that Daling and I were going to be together. Um, I was saved at that point, and so, you know, so yeah, um, it was sweet. We knew we were going to be together at the Eagle Statue, and then three years later, we were engaged there, and now we're married, so. Aww. Okay, I've known Connor since I was 15, um, in high school, so we grew up in the same town. Um, went to the same high school together. Uh, I actually formally met him though, because we played volleyball. So um, there's not a men's volleyball team um, at our school, but there is a women's. But um, I remember a lot of guys actually having interest in volleyball because we lived right by the beach. And so they were always sad. We didn't have a men's volleyball team. So they would come and help us run practices and run drills and stuff and keep score or whatever. And um, <clears throat> so Connor was one of those guys. and. I actually did not care for Connor when I first met him. I thought he was an annoying 16-year-old boy who thought very highly of himself and tried to make people laugh. And I would just stand there with like a stale face like, you're not funny. But I was also kind of a bully in high school before I was a saved person. <laughs> Sarah can attest to that. <laughs> Sarah always said I was like a mean girl in high school. No mean volleyball girls. No. <laughs> so um, anyway, so I knew Connor. We were friends for a few years um, just because of us being on the volleyball team. And uh, then in the fall of 2017, I um, got hurt at practice. So I tore my ACL and my meniscus at the same time. Um, and Connor was present. <clears throat> there and he actually will say this is the beginning of our relationship because you he thinks that this was an in to get close to me and I was like obviously it was <laughs> it definitely was but I was like ayo that's kind of messed up I was crippled and you decide to slide in but whatever like whatever so um yes it was a bit of a rough year for me 2017 I got two knee surgeries I withdrew from school um to do school online instead because I just couldn't walk for a year I couldn't drive you know so because of that it was very lonesome um, and lots of pain uh, unfortunately just trying to heal from that and so he like I said took this opportunity to come and he would just show up at my house my mom would be like hey that Connor guy is here um, and I'd be like, why? Why is he here? I haven't even talked to him today. Like, and she was like, he said that he wants to take you out. And I was like, well, I can't walk, so tell him to leave. <laughs> so, but it actually, he kind of cornered me because I was so, I just had such bad cabin fever because I couldn't walk. So I was just kind of sitting around um, on the computer doing school and on my phone. And so I was like, Finally, I was like, oh, okay, fine. We can go get ice cream or whatever. <laughs> so from there, our friendship just developed more. Um, and a year, about a year later, after I was kind of healed and good 
from all the knee stuff. Um, we went on a walk after Palm Sunday um, in 2018 in Azalea Park, which if you're from Somerville, shout out Azalea Park, so pretty. <laughs> um, and I kind of just told him, I was like, I think I like you, but I'm a little scared because I've never been in a Christian relationship. I don't know what that looks like. I've only ever been in very, very worldly relationships that are not God glorifying. I was also 17, so I was 16, 17, so uh, I didn't know anything about relationships or love. Um, and <laughs> he was like, well, we'll take it slow. And I was like, okay. Immediately after he said that, he kissed me. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. So I was mad at him. I left. Um, but it was okay. It worked out because now we're married. Uh, we dated for four years, but... Um, about four years and then we got married last year so yeah that's how we met and officially became a dating item so that was fun uh. that was a hot mess <laughs> praise god for marriage <laughs> um okay so i it's like so weird okay so i met patrick when i was 12 and he was 13 no sorry I was 13, he was 12. <laughs> I'm a year older. I don't know, maybe that's wrong, but whatever. Um, that, that first week when I came to that church I was talking about, I met him. Um, he was just like this goofy kid. Um, he was weird. <laughs> and, like, I would see him at youth group every week and I just like, I don't know, I just kind of ignored him. He was just a little crazy and I was kind of a quiet <laughs> person. Um, and then... Gosh, it's been so long since I've, like, <laughs> thought about all of this. Um, yeah, so we just, like, knew each other. We were, like, kind of friends, not really acquaintances, I guess. Um, anyway, so he dated this girl for a few months and was not coming to youth group. I hadn't seen him in, I guess, like, six months. That's what he says. I don't know. Um, so, anyways, Kaylee and I are at youth group one night, and it's right before our junior prom, and... I was like, you know what, whoever comes through the door next, I'm just going to ask them to go to prom with me. Like, boy or girl, whatever, doesn't matter, I'm just going to ask them to come. And this is just God, because <laughs> Patrick hadn't been there in six months, and suddenly he walks through the door. And I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, well, I said it, so I'm going <laughs> to stick to it. So I went and asked him, and he thought I was joking at first, <laughs> but he texted me that night, and he was like, are you serious? And I was like, yeah, I mean, why not? So he's like, okay. So he then he wanted to formally ask me. So he came with his little posse, his little posse, <laughs> um, and asked me to prom. Um, and it's so weird because, like, we hadn't paid much attention to each other. We we also like ate lunch together throughout high school. Weirdly, I don't know how that happens. But his freshman year, I just like asked him if he wanted to eat with us, and so we had been around each other every day. But I had never like seen him in that way. I had never had any interest in him. I kind of thought he was annoying. Kaylee and I moved lunch tables at one point because I was just like, he's driving me crazy. Um, <laughs> but so we went to prom together and suddenly it was just like, I just saw him in like a completely different way. And I was just like, this is so weird. I like really like him. And that night we just like acted like we were dating. Like we danced together. We held hands. Like it was just so strange. Like um, so that whole summer, we just, like, spent every single day together, um, and then 
yeah, we just never stopped. Like, um, and so we dated for four years as well. Um, and then when we were 18 and 19, one day we were suddenly like, let's just get married. <laughs> everyone was like, what? <laughs> it was a little crazy. We didn't know anyone our age that was married um, or even engaged. But I was just like, we've been dating for four years. This feels like a really long time. Like, let's just get married. So we told our parents, um, he proposed, and then we got married when we were 19 and 20. So in 2020, we got married. Aww. I love it. It's always so crazy when I hear that Patrick got married when he was 19. I know. It's crazy for me, too. It felt so normal at the time, but now it's like, I know. wow, that was really young. Yeah, <laughs> it really was. It's crazy. I don't know. I and can't I will think say, about it. Like, his parents were not super thrilled when we told them we were getting engaged. And now looking back at it, I'm like, yeah. If my 18-year-old <laughs> yeah. son came up to me, it was like, well, you know, I would obviously not be against it because that's when I got married. But, like, <laughs> I can see now why they were like, y'all are crazy. Like, my parents got married, I think they were both 18, maybe 17 and 18. So they were like, okay. Like, they were just on board. But yeah. Patrick's parents were a little, they needed some convincing, which now, completely understandable. I get it. <laughs> Yeah, my parents had a little bit of backlash too because he actually Connor asked my dad, but um, he said he was gonna do it in like a year, half a year. Uh, no, he did it like that month and just <laughs> didn't tell my dad that he was doing it. So I when we when he proposed to me, um, it was a surprise to like all of our family because he said he was gonna do it in like six months to a year. But he said when he got the ring, he just like couldn't stop looking at it and he was like, I just can't. I just can't. So he was like, I got to plan it right now. So yeah, it was um, the day Patrick and I got back from our honeymoon. Connor was like, hey, Madison and I are going to come up there. Um, can uh, can you guys come along so Pat can take some pictures? And then they ended up staying with us. And I was like, this is so funny. Like, this is the day we go back. He yeah. just could not wait a second longer. Very That's sweet. So cute. My parents had, I don't think my parents had backlash about getting engaged, but they wanted me to be uh, graduated before I got married. Same. And that did not happen. That didn't happen Sorry, for me <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah. It's all good now, because I'm about to be, I'm about to be, uh, graduated. <laughs> and Dayling is graduated. And we're fine. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think it's kind of fun to be married in college. It is. You get a lot of money if you're married in college. Yeah. That That's is why so we got true. married. We, we suddenly got so much money. I was like, why don't we do this sooner? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Literally, the government pays you to go to school if you're married. It's so great. And you're in college. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. All right. Well, I think this is where we're going to wrap it up. I think this is a pretty long episode, and we were worried it would be like 10 minutes. So I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us, too. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, and um, we won't see you next time, but the guys will. <laughs>